guys, how's it going? This is the uh, M3 podcast. It's uh, Davis and uh, your boy Jaden, as usual. Yeah, boy. Uh, we got uh, another episode here for you. Yeah. Um, Jaden has more content for his gaming corner, as usual. Um, we're going to be mixing things up a little bit. We don't have a whole lot of news content for you today, but uh, we're going to be going into recapping some of the shows and movies and everything we've been recently watching and giving our thoughts on what uh, they've been going into, giving thoughts and opinions and like what we liked about them and what have you. And then we're going to go into some of the media, um, games, movies, TV shows, that kind of stuff that we're looking forward to so far in 2020. Um, maybe a little bit of the end of 2019 if it's something that's continuing on or anything like that. But uh, we're going to keep that list a little bit of a secret until the end because, uh, yeah, neither of us even know what no each other has to do. Yeah, no, what, no spoilers. What's on each other's list. So, Don't spoilers uh, for me, David. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Dude, don't call me David. What's, Dude, I, what is I, this? Okay, the first time I ever started meeting you, like, the first time I met you, I was like, oh, Dave, it's nice to meet you. The next time I saw you, I have no idea who you are again. <laughs> What's your name? I was like, yeah, well, your that happens name with is... Guy with the tattoo. Yeah! That guy! <laughs> yeah, I know him. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, getting into the gaming corner, uh, Davis just sent me this one. I have... I just looked at it, and I have no fucking clue what this means. Yeah, I like, don't even know what it is, because, to be honest, it was kind of clickbaity. I looked at the titles, like, hey, PS5 related, maybe you'll look into it, and because you tend to like getting into those kind of details. I was like, I don't know, maybe that's something you'll be interested in. Mm-hmm. So, like, from what... Uh... So the title is, Sony just announced a great new PS5 feature, but it was hidden in a cryptic message, and stuff like that. So... The feature that everyone is thinking that this is, is like, uh, just, so the, this is the tweet. So just some friends playing video games. It's got like a caterpillar, a dinosaur, a shrimp, uh, turtle, snail, dog, cow, and leopard. I, uh, I don't know what the fuck this is, but it's just some friends playing video games and, uh, everyone is going nuts and it's like missing studios or, um, like, this it shows like different studios, different games, and stuff like that. People are considering it to be like a leaked image for uh, when the PS5 is going to be released. So it's like mm-hmm. one, five, three. Like they're making these huge fucking jumps in logic. Like if you look at this picture, random, random yeah. ass loopholes. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm just gonna break it out right here. This basically just means that uh, Animal Tycoon 2020 is coming to the PlayStation 5. That's all. That's all this fucking says. But everyone's just like, oh, yeah, well, we don't know what this is. But uh, literally, I hate this article for one reason. It's like, Sony just announced a great new PS5 feature, but it was hidden in a cryptic message. But then I feel like this goes on and on. Uh, it says, yeah, what do you think this could possibly be? Everyone has their own speculation. And fuck, we don't even know what it is. Like, <laughs> we didn't do our own critical thinking. We just stole your ideas. Like... What the fuck? If you're gonna clickbait it that hard, at least try and give like an answer. The ones who think exactly it doesn't even say what they believe. Where it's just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's just something clickbait. There we go. Clickbait. There, here's some ads on our website. There we yeah. go. Scroll through. Yeah. Well, good thing I have ad block. LMAO. You see this <laughs> thing in the top right corner? This is called ad block. I I fucking hate these websites who are like, yeah, we clickbait for ad revenue. Go go fuck yourself. But uh, and like. The one thing that I think this article actually said well is because, do you remember a few, like, weeks ago, there was that feature that uh, the PS5 came out with? It's like, you can give your friend who lives across the country control of your controller. 
Right, yeah, yeah, we were talking about that, yep. Yeah, so apparently it's, uh, some people are thinking it's like, yeah, instead of having four people fuck up your controller, it's gonna have eight! It's like, why would you want this? Except for, like, playing with a bunch of people. The only group that I could really think of that would be able to use this really well is a group of people that, for some reason, have eight PS4 controllers, or eight PS5 controllers, but only one PlayStation to play it on. That's, like, the only <laughs> group this benefits, or, like, YouTubers or something like that. This yeah. has no other benefit other than, like, entertainment value. So I'll give it that. I'll give it props that it's like, yeah, this could be slightly fun and entertaining for people that decide to use this. But mm -hmm. other than that, I I, I, get, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who, we went down a little bit of a rabbit hole about, about how it kind of, sort of could be used, but can't see an actual practicality of, of what it would be. Exactly. Other than, like, making stupid challenge videos. Because I know a few years ago, when Black Ops 3 was, like, all the rage... Uh, people were doing the one-handed challenge, so one person mm -hmm. would have one hand on their side of control, the other hand on the other side, so one person would be in charge of aiming and shooting and mm -hmm. uh, interacting with items. Meanwhile, the other person was in control of uh, movement and aiming down. So, mm -hmm. um, I think I just said aiming twice, but fuck it, whatever. So, yeah, but like, exactly. That's the only way I could really see this working. But other than that, I don't see any use for this, so uh, yeah. th that's all we're going to say about that. We've already but covered this. The only thing I see, I didn't even remember, uh, zoo, what did you just say, Zoo Tycoon or like the, because yeah. I, I only remember those as like Roller Coaster Tycoon is the only one I really remember. Hype. And it was, yeah, and it was the game that you got in your cer cereal box and it was uh, from like, like getting uh, back in the, the 90s or whatever. So mm -hmm. I didn't even realize that like, do they you even would still actually give play... out toys in cereal no. boxes? No, that's... Hell no. That's too... That'd be considered too dangerous because it's a choking hazard. And... Oh my fucking god. You wrap yeah, it in I a plastic that... bag in cereal. What fucking kid is just like not paying attention that they just like... This isn't I the think... chick and that's in... Uh, what was it? Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping. You know that part where uh, Andy Samberg like takes dog shit and cooks it into the pancakes to see whose friend there is. There's like the one chick that just keeps eating the dog shit pancakes even though everyone's already expressed I've seen that movie but I don't remember what movie, what that, that scene. So that's how... There's like a scene in that movie where uh, Andy Samberg is starting to lose like his fame and stuff like that and he's starting to learn the value of friendship and stuff like that. Yeah. So he decides to test all the people around him uh, who are my f real friends and stuff like that. So what he does is he takes dog shit and he cooks it into this pancake batter and makes pancakes and he gives it to everyone uh, to see who will give them, who will give their honest opinion, who will like be more conservative and just be like, yeah, I'm going to say yes to make you happy and stuff like that. And there was a chick mm -hmm. that was just like on her phone eating this like shit pancake while everyone had already expressed like, dude, you mixed dog shit in our pancakes. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like stuff like that. And uh, she's just like eating it away, and everyone just like looks over, just like, "What the fuck?" Right? So like that—that's exactly what this, uh, what that reminded me of. I think Davis just froze again. Yeah, he definitely froze. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, we'll be right back for tech with technical problems. Cut off. I have no idea how why that happened, but that is okay. Good thing we're <laughs> all right. So we're back after that uh, weird event that just occurred. That... Yeah, my internet decided to crash randomly. I don't know why. My apologies, everyone. It's a fun time. Fun times here. All right. 
So what were we talking about? We were talking about this PS5 feature, and then we were going to move on. Uh, because we were mm-hmm. talking about uh, Andy Samberg serving dog shit pancakes. So that was a fun little rabbit hole. I, I don't know why yeah. that, that part in the movie just stuck out, but yeah, it did. Uh, but speaking of movies, uh, Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution is coming to Netflix in February. So, th- you based off like the original Pokemon, like the movie, like from like the nineties. Yeah, from like the one where they where Mewtwo creates all the clones of the Pokemon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing that's like that. the only Pokemon movie I've seen. Yeah, it is. It looks pretty fun, but uh, there are a few things I wanted to point out. So. Uh, we're gonna go to this right now. So, like, the animation style is actually really cool if this uh, video decides to not play in 200p quality. Can we please just bump it? There we go. Now it's in HD. It's really cool. It's like a little, like, claymation kind of, uh, movie. And the one Mm -hmm. thing that I don't like about it so far is when you get to the point where they start cloning everyone, like, cloning all the Pokemon... The markings that are actually on the Pokemon do not look nearly as good as they should. Do you remember in the old movie where like the markings were really distinct and all over and stuff? Like you had dark, like yeah the dark lines and I stuff. I actually watched yeah I watched it pretty recently. Like about uh, I would say three months ago or something like that. I I, I watched it so I remember it pretty mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah, well this one's a little bit harder to see, so I'm hoping that they will actually darken it up a little bit. But the sound mm-hmm. effects are on point. The Pokemon looks super duper cool. Uh, so I am really, really excited to see this movie. Uh, is it still uh, Gen Gen 1? Or are they going to include... Yeah, it's, uh, it's still Gen 1. So it's all the... Just... All, the Gen 1-ers, as they're called, the uh, the elitists, that Gen 1 is the best Pokemon game ever made, they will still be yeah. satisfied with this movie. Well, it's because it's true, okay? No, it's not. No one's beat. No one's beaten my Pikachu and my Charizard, bitches. Dude, Blaze Kin will beat the fuck out of your Pikachu. <laughs> I will. I will destroy you. Come on, and my go, go to a random. Go to a, to a person, random person on the street and show them a picture of a Pikachu. They'll know what it is. They'll know what it is. Because the... <laughs> Everyone... Everyone knows Pikachu, okay? But that's because that's all I can say. People are like, yeah, do you know what this Pokemon is? And they'll automatically say Pikachu if they don't know the answer. Because they're like, I might as well just say a Pokemon name instead of, you know, trying. Because it's like, what is this one? It's like a squ- It's like a Squirtle, so it's a turtle. Water. And it's like, Pikachu. What the f***? Okay, let's not me. go down to this rabbit hole. We've already established that you're more of a Pokemon fan than I am. Yes, exactly. Okay, well, speaking of other no, films... No raging over Pokemon, I'm sorry. I, I like raging over Pokemon. Anyways, <laughs> so the next uh, the next thing we have is... Well, we were, we we're going to talk about The Witcher, which uh, Davis finished a little bit later on, but there's actually an anime coming to Netflix as well. So mm-hmm. uh, Netflix, like the actual... Netflix Twitter account said the rumors are true a new Witcher story is in the works the anime film The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf will take us back to a new threat facing the continent brought to you by the Witcher team uh, with two tags and studio mirror the studio behind The Legend of Korra so the studio behind uh, Avatar The Last Airbender right? Isn't that what it is? Oh let me 100% 100 check this because I it's not are we talking about yeah it is the okay. anime yeah the uh, anime okay not the 2009 movie 
Uh, no, it's we're not very, talking. Very Fuck movie. that movie. I hate that movie so much. Why does it take five dudes to move a rocket two miles per hour? Doesn't make any sense. I've never watched it because I was never really an Avatar fan, so Dude, I just you, thought that it was shit. What? You have to. Okay, it's on. It's very spotty on Netflix. It's either like you look at it one week, it's like, hey, it's there. Maybe I'll watch it at some point. Then you're like, oh yeah, I'll go watch it, and then it's off Netflix. And you just sit there and you're just like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? So, uh, yeah, Legend of Korra is uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. So Davis, go fucking watch it. Go watch it. It is really. Why, why good. would I waste my time with a bad movie? No, 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 not the movie. The like anime. Yeah. The anime. Oh, I thought you were. T- no, I was talking about. Yeah. I... Oh, you. Oh, I. You seen the? Yeah, I was talking about. The, I was talking about the movie. I haven't. I've. I've never. Well, actually, no, I've never watched the anime either. But yeah. Okay. So I was right. So yeah, go watch the anime. It is a really good anime. Uh, don't watch the okay. movie. I. I saw the trailer. Yeah. and All it was was just five dudes just trying to move a rock, and it was just like. It's like in the move in the anime, a ten-year-old blind girl is able to kick a fucking mountain at like the speed of a fucking yeah. fighter jet. Meanwhile, in this, it's like maybe I will get into. I I am looking for uh, another like uh, show that you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to, like one a re- reoccurring show to to watch. So yeah. maybe I'll finally start watching it. Yeah, but. uh Anyways, so, yeah. I'm excited for a, yeah. uh, a Witcher anime because I loved uh, what was it, Castlevania, the anime based on the video games, where it's like mm-hmm. vampires and uh, bad guys and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I I'm excited mm-hmm. for this as well. But speaking of release dates that are not on Netflix, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated came out with a release what date. The fuck? Have you not? Have you never? We've talked about. Is that this. based off the game, the the GameCube game? It's a remaster of it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I I remember playing that, and it was you had like his karate gloves, and it was like I think it was like a spinning move or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I it's vaguely remember it. Uh, so apparently, there there were apparently two different release dates shown for the game at first. One of those was said to be May 24th, while the other was said to be May 22nd. So either way, it's like in a few days of each other. It could, yeah. it could be release dates for different platforms, which I don't think makes sense. But um, according to... This was an... Inf- uh, through the infographic has apparently been corrected with the ladders, which can be seen through the Nintendo site. So apparently... So, well- uh, the cool thing about this is this release date seems to be more likely since it had it have the game come out on the same release day as SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run. Mm. So it would be that like sense. movie then video game. So that's actually really really cool. So I think this would be a remaster I would totally get. Cause is it is this movie gonna be in like a continuation of the live action movie that came out in? What was it, 2017 or 2018, something like that? I don't believe so. I think it's its own animated thing. Let me double check. It's like SpongeBob on the run. I put SpongeBoobo. I don't know why I did that, but SpongeBob Boobo. Don't get some random hentai porn. Yeah, so SpongeBob on the run. It's it's the animation where uh, it tells about the backstory of SpongeBob and Gary. So, like, how they oh. met and uh, Gary was on the run. 
So they're. Uh, I'm so excited. they're doing the same. St the sorry to like derail it a little bit, but they're doing the same story with Scooby Doo. There's a new Scooby Doo movie that's coming out that's based off of how Shaggy, like, adopted Scooby. And how they uh, met the gang and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, apparently. Welcome to the year of reboots and backstories. Not yeah. many original IPs, but we will get into some IPs, such as Cyberpunk 2077, which got its release date pushed back to September, I believe. So I I can't remember when it was supposed to come out at first, uh, but Cyberpunk 2077 has been confirmed to be pushed back. But yeah, it was apparently it was supposed it's gonna to make released. the game better. Yeah, hopefully it was supposed to be released April sixteenth, twenty twenty, but now it's uh, September seventeenth, twenty twenty. So two days after my birthday. Hint, hint. Davis for a gift. Hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I was super saddened to hear that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven got pushed back. But this usually means that the game is better. But there yeah. are instances where the it that's not the case. Like um. Aliens Colonial Marines, I heard that game was like, oh, it was cancelled and then they brought it back and then it turned out to be shit. They were like, oh yeah, the alien game where you're supposed to be fighting aliens and stuff like that, it's just a Call of Duty clone ripoff with terrible mm -hmm. AI and textures and shit like that and a terrible like boss fight. At least what that's what that's, Angry uh, says. That That's like... Um... Like when movies like what happens because I know up in the air there's been up in the air for like the Uncharted movies supposed to be happening not happening happening not happening no mm -hmm. one's fully attached to it like that happens with movies often well, sometimes too is that it... that's well, or same thing with like the Gambit movie the Gambit movie's been off and on for years now too mm -hmm. well they keep dropping directors and stuff like that it's like guys just pick a fucking director you have Tom Holland this movie's gonna be a success anyways but also. Yeah. I say that, but then they turn out a complete shit movie, and then I'd be like, come on, why didn't you make Tom Holland look good? Tom Holland was the only good thing in this, and the story sucked, and well, it wasn't part of that they... game. <gasps> it's because it's Uncharted, and I still don't understand why uh, the focus is Tom Holland. Like, they should, they should, you, it should be Nathan Fillion. Mm -hmm. If all, there's already footage of Nathan Fillion as, as, uh, Drake. Yeah. But, but it should be Nathan Fillion, I will say that. So, so uh, yeah, well, but Tom Holland as young version would make sense. So yeah, it, anyway, it makes it, that's what they're that's... going towards. But also, like, I don't know if they can. I think there was like scheduling conflicts or some shit like that. But yeah, I guess and there's we'll find exactly it. scheduling and and directing and stuff like that. But yeah, um, yeah, that's so, it's just go back to the point of being like, yeah, yeah, things like that happen, and it's it's bloody annoying when you're anticipating something over and over again and. But in in the idea of a game, I think it has to do, especially with something as big as like twenty seventy seven. There, mm -hmm. with the hype with, the, with Keanu Reeves behind it and everything, it's mm -hmm. I think most likely it's going to make the game better because of things like crunch time. Because like gaming industry gets really bad with having to push and get, and then people get really bad and stuff like stuff like that, right? So well, I have a. It, it probably has to do with budget and other other reasons, but it it's going to end up being. For something that hyped of a game, I think it's going to end up being better in for in the long run. Well, what it was is apparently with Cyberpunk 2077, I think there was a tweet or something about this where they said, yeah, this there's going to be more time to be doing this, but 
you're gonna be they're gonna be working like 14 hour days like with minimal breaks just to get everything through the door to make it polished and perfect and stuff like oh, that shit. so i don't know if you ever saw like the behind the scenes of the uh, video game high school like season three or four or whatever it was like the last season three yeah three so with season three what it was is uh freddie wong and some of the other directors they were the ones doing the editing they were like four or five people doing the editing for a month and basically all they did every single day was they would come in they would get to work when they were tired they would either have a nap or uh chug an energy drink go play destiny or some shit they get back to work mm -hmm. and they would do that for a solid few years and they're like okay next time we'll just spend the money and we'll hire editors to do a good job for us I, f I find that funny that you bring that that up because I literally just listened to a podcast that had Freddie Wong. It was the Corridor Digital podcast, and they were talking about why there's no season four of High School uh, Video, uh, game, video high game High School. That's so funny that you just happened to bring that up, and I was just listening to that earlier <laughs> today. There's, there's a like, why isn't there a season four of it? Is it just because? Uh, he said the story is complete. Like they've his the character's journey. Like they didn't want to expand expand it into uh, adding in too much stuff. He was he was saying that maybe they can continue the concept with different characters, but that mm -hmm. character his story is done. They wanted to make it a like a high school romance type thing and, and everything, and you don't get a full life and everything out of, out of high school all all the time, right? So mm -hmm. exactly. yeah, he was literally saying yeah, Freddie was just saying like that story is complete and and himself him and his other people they're trying to work on uh new content actual like um mainstream like media that. like television shows yeah yeah they're starting to get into classic media yeah because i remember there was a there were only a few skits that came out right after uh video game high school was done and that's all i've seen of them like freddie wong i feel like hasn't been seen too too much on the internet verse like, even with Rocket Jump, they've mostly been getting into streaming and, like, some of that stuff rather than getting into, like, YouTube videos that include, like, high-action, like, high-octane action scenes and stuff like that, like they used to. But, uh, I guess we'll see how that goes. And I think Davis just froze again. Motherfucker! Get reseated. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't cut out again. You can tilt your camera up a little bit if you. There you go. So, there. Okay. Perfect. Good. So now your okay. face is in. All right. Attempt number three. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> we have to. Hello switch. everyone. Welcome, Welcome to the M3 podcast for the third time today. Yeah, exactly. We are really having a fun time with this. Okay, where the fuck were we? We were talking about SpongeBob. Um, SpongeBob, and then yeah, and got linked into Uncharted a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, SpongeBob, SquarePants Rehydrated comes out May 22nd. I'm actually excited for this because I think I played uh, or SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. I think I played that a lot as a kid. So I'm excited for it. But anyways, let's keep yeah, going before that... we crash again. Yeah. Because... I was just going to say that was one of the ones that I mentioned in previously saying like how I mentioned like Luigi's Mansion uh... Mm -hmm. previous episodes that yeah. was another one of the ones that i would have played like after school like on gamecube or whatever yeah exactly so i believe so yeah i think yeah i think it's gonna be good all right so the next uh thing that we have is uh joe biden the man the myth the legend 
Uh, apparently, he slams game developers as little creeps and arrogant. But uh, but he's trying to start a Twitch cha- uh, channel. How could he hate on... No, that was uh, yeah. Bernie Sanders. Oh, wrong person. Yeah. Sorry. Joe Biden, I think, is other side of the political spectrum. But uh, okay. he, he calls them righteous uh, and arrogant, but little creeps. So he was in... He got criticism for meeting with the leaders of Silicon Valley and uh, trying to work out an agreement deal with them protecting intellectual property for artists in the USA. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, one of the little creeps setting... This is Joe Biden speaking. At, and at one point, one of the little creeps sitting around the table who was, mul- who was a multi, close to a billionaire, told me he was an artist because he was able to come up with games to teach you how to kill people. That's that's not teaching <laughs> Oof, you how to kill okay. people. And I was lectured by one of the senior leaders there by saying that if I insisted on what they put together and we were, I thought we were going to fully support that they would blow up the network, figuratively speaking, have everybody contact. They get out and go, what the fuck am I even reading right now? I don't understand. So basically, Joe Biden's a salty little, bi- salty little old man who doesn't understand video games. Vote Bernie Sanders for president. He has my vote up here in Canada. Bernie Sanders, number yeah. one. The man, the yeah. myth, the legend. So, uh, your your vote helps that very much. Yes. Yeah. He, so he doesn't understand. From what, it's saying, from what he's saying, he basically is just saying, oh yeah, games like Call of Duty are not considered art and stuff like that. Which is not true because every video game is technically like a piece has of art. has an art style. It yeah. has an art style. It's like it's not like a painting or anything, but it is like a way of expressing yourself and your creativity. That's anything like that. that's not anything that's not science, math, social, mm-hmm. whatever those core subjects in school. Anything other than that is art. Mm-hmm. If you, like, <laughs> I'm you know, I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. Not all games are fucking volleyball. I'm sorry. Not all games are sitting in a retirement home, just walking around as an old man like you are, Joe Biden. So shut the fuck up. Keep away from video games if you don't respect it. Because like, he could probably look at a game like Ori and the Blind Forest, one of the greatest video games that I've ever played, that has an incredible mm-hmm. soundtrack, art style, everything like that. He could look at that and just like, this game's a piece of shit. It tells you how to blow things up with your magical bomb ability. It's like, shut the <laughs> fuck up, old. That's just it's- another. It's just another excuse of of the video games cause violence, freaking argument. Exactly, and that- in the wise words of millennials, okay, boomer. <laughs> that's all I'll say. And, but it actually makes sense for him because he would be a, a boomer. Is he a boomer? Depending on how old he is. I don't know. No idea. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that that's my thing on it. Uh he's he like I don't I like okay, I'm okay with him being like violent video games aren't okay in some way. Cause yes, mm-hmm. giving a five year old Grand Theft Auto five and telling him to go uh, steal cars and murder people and hold up stores isn't okay. But for someone that's like 16 years old that has a pretty developed brain that understands good and wrong for the most part, unless you neglect them as a child completely and let them turn into mm-hmm. this wannabe gangster that's like, oh, look at this. I, I, I fucking I got a gun. Yeah, I got a gun. Yeah, let me cop the hat, bro. Like, I'm gonna. <laughs> Just. 
unless you have kids <laughs> like that, it's fine. I grew up playing League of Legends and Call of Duty. I played zombies when I was like yep. 10 years old. It scared the shit out of me. But it's not like, yeah, I'm going to go grab a flamethrower and torch a bunch of dudes. Or like, I was 13 when I started playing Grand Theft Auto. It's like, yes, I like stealing mm -hmm. in a video game. Because guess what? There's no consequences other than what's inside the video game. It's not mm -hmm. like, oh, I stole from someone in a video game. Uh, that means I'm going to steal from someone in real life. It's it's not, and it, like most video games, they're based off of real places and stuff like that. But if they are based off real places, then it's like, okay, it's very, and... very like conservative of what they do stuff. It's not like, yeah, we recreated it one for one. And if you look underneath this desk, there's a handgun. So you could take that handgun and go rob a museum with it or whatever. Like, yeah, it, it's and, not like that. And there are, like, when you start the newest Call of Duty, for example, um, it literally has a warning. This contains uh, graphic violence. Like when you play the campaign, at least. Mm -hmm. Do you want to? Do you want to continue uh, before you even start the the game? So it's yeah. There, yeah. like, video game companies are even putting this type of stuff in to like say, hey, this is a violent game. So it's not. There's the whole argument of like video games cause cause violence. I don't I don't see how it's still a thing, mm -hmm. but and that's it's just going like it's just it's uh what is it? scapegoating? Yeah, it's scapegoating. But like, let's be honest here. Like Modern Warfare Two, they have a mission where you literally gun down an entire fucking airport. But there's an mm -hmm. option to skip that. Like, mm -hmm. and in most of these games, they have those options. It's like, and even in more recent Call of Duties, I remember there's like, there's a graphic mode and a non-graphic mode. So you can choose if you want the blood and all of that stuff, or if you don't want the blood. So mm -hmm. it it's doing way better. And he should be pointing towards people that like, there's a game a long, long time ago. It's like, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but the whole premise of the game was you go and shoot civilians until you die. Like, you're just a psychopathic murderer. I think it was, like, hatred uh, okay. or something. So, like, a game like that, yeah, that's fucked up. And, like, if you want to make that game, you have the freedom to, and you have the freedom to play it. But, like, most people will realize, like, yeah, that's fucked up. We're not going to support this thing. But most games, like Call of Duty, it's like they're trying to tell a story or they're trying to give, like, a multiplayer kind of aspect where they mm -hmm. like, can play with their friends and they can connect and they can, you know, just have fun. Blast My... Steam. My my argument on when people say like games like Call of Duty call cause violence and cause teach you how to like shoot or whatever, mm -hmm. okay. So if you think that, then how come I'm not pro uh, hockey player? NHL gamers aren't good, aren't professional, real life ho hockey players. Mm -hmm. Like, or Guitar Hero people aren't good at freaking aren't good at playing real guitar. The, this like, this this motion right here. This is how people shoot in real life. They hold down the right trigger and the left trigger because this means they can aim and this means they can shoot. No, this doesn't teach you how to load a fucking handgun and cock it back and shoot someone. That's not how this works, Joe Biden. It's not how it works. <laughs> this is not equivalent yeah, to a but gun. And it's like it's oh. gonna happen all the time, regardless. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that he was just like these guys are little creeps. It's like. You're talking to people in Silicon Valley. They're like the smartest people in the fucking universe that don't work at Especially like... when it comes to technology. Exactly, right? It's like just besides people that work at NASA and shit like or that. Or Japan. Yeah. <laughs> like but some of these countries anyway. that have like really, really good universities and stuff like that. They like Switzerland or something has some really, really good uh, 
science programs. Like, they have the Hadron Collider and stuff like that, but you can't call them little creeps because just because you're angry at them that, like, I make a video game that has shooting in it. Okay? It's not like they're teaching you, it's like, this is what a magazine is, and they teaches you what rounds go into which guns, because most of the guns in this game are like fiction. They're not real. They don't exist in the real world. I have never seen a Halo battle. You could put the you could put the parallel. I the parallel with Call of Duty or Battlefield. They are real guns. Yeah. That's so that's that's where the parallel when it comes to something like that. When you compare it to something like Halo or Apex or Fortnite, whatever. Mm -hmm. No, they're again they're not real guns, but like the main assault rifle is still based off of it's like it's still based off of a real, a real gun. So I yeah. do see where they p make that parallel, the mm -hmm. hand in hand inside of like, oh, this is what it actually looks like in real life, especially with how good graphics are now. Yeah, like something like again like Call of Duty or Battlefield, where it's really hardcore based off of real life, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Fortnite, Apex, whatever those ones are a little different, but still, yeah. Like, exactly. So I can I can see where people are getting that idea of like it influences it gets you to know what it looks like in real life, but it still doesn't. It's still not enough of being like, no, go and kill a yeah. bunch of people. Yeah, but, this isn't teaching yeah. me how to gun down a billion people. This is just making it so I can blow off Steam and play a video game. And like most people don't even like on, think of it that on much. Steam. Exactly on Steam. <laughs> On Steam. Sorry, there you go. It took you a second to get it. No, no, I my, got my, it. I just was like, do I acknowledge this or do I just blow past yeah. it? Right? I have to fucking acknowledge it because that was actually pretty good. But yeah, it's like when, okay, I've, we should... when I play this, I just want to say this one thing. When with mo when most people play these like multiplayer games, they don't go in with the mindset of, I'm going to learn how to gun down a whole airport. They're like, I want to like be immersed in this cool story. I want to like shoot my friends in a multiplayer environment just for fun because I like because mm. you could do that with like airsoft or paintballs and stuff like that but this is just easy because it's like mm. you can blow them up with the AC-130 and it's funny in the right context and stuff like that or they want to or gamers want to have like a certain art style or they want to experience like really good music or with me mm. they I really like achievements, so I play a game for achievements, and I play a game for story and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I don't think there's many people that go in and they like buy Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. It's like, I'm going to prepare for the future by knowing what the future weaponry is like and knowing how to reload every single gun. <laughs> like, nobody fucking cares, Joe. You bitch. Bernie Sanders That's your rant. 2020. Right, that's all I'm going to say. Bernie Sanders 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Is it is it, is the U.S. election twenty twenty or is it? I think so. It's either I think so. I think it's happening again. I think it's this year. Yeah, because oh. I I remember hearing um, um, Epic Lloyd and um, Epic Johnson. Lloyd and uh, Ray William Johnson. They were talking. Yeah, it's coming into an election year. Are they like partners um, now? What happened with Nice P? Not anymore. They 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 ended their uh, podcast uh, at the end of twenty nineteen. Oh, that's a shame. Kings of Influence podcast, yeah, they ended it like just after Christmas or something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, rip that. But I never actually listened to their stuff. But I really like the epic rap battles of history, and I still watch them from time to time. Like I'll quote them and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. anyways, let's I know you did in the last episode. Yeah, exactly. I ca I can't even remember what did I even quote. Which one did I quote? Uh, uh 
Einstein, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, that one's pretty good. I th- there's just, there are so many good ones. Like the older ones are so good. Like I watched Oppenheimer versus Thanos, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching right now? This doesn't seem like well, an epic just... rap battle of history. Well, they also did one where it was like Genghis Khan versus the Easter Bunny. So that was the very first season of Epic Rap Battles of History. So I think that one's. They do little... go weird characters sometimes. They go weird characters, but it just like it just didn't feel like an epic rap battle of history. It like the humor and of season one back then. I was like, ah, oh, that's that's funny. It's not, you know, up to their style. It's, it's also not the multiple same thing. years ago too. The yeah. first season came out in like. 2010 wasn't it 2010 or something yeah i was gonna say 2010 2009 something like that yeah let me i'm gonna google this real quick but we're gonna move into our next topic as well so we're gonna talk about some of our uh, movies and tv show recap so like six years ago there were some of them five years ago four years ago uh what was one of the first ones that you remember it was like uh oh kim jong il versus hulk hogan that was uh that was a pretty old one because that had timothy de la ghetto uh, eight years ago, so 2012 is when they kind of started doing this stuff. Around the time, yeah, okay. Yeah, they did it with uh, Nice sense. Peter. Yeah, and they did yeah. a new edit of it. I, I want to just, like, show you this real quick. So there's, like, there is Hulk Hogan versus Jong, uh, Kim Jong-il. Uh, 46 million views eight years ago. The new edit, uh, which was seven months ago, got 2.9 million. And yeah, all they, they definitely did... went down. Yeah, they definitely stopped uh well it's a, it's a different style like youtube has changed over the years of what people are watching mm-hmm, that's true it's right. I, I feel like it's gotten a little bit less creative in some ways it's it's trying to become its own like kind of like platform like because of the streaming wars and everything like that with netflix and disney plus and hulu and all that mm-hmm. youtube is especially with a uh, youtube con its own premium content that, and, and everything like they're starting to get into the actual kind of like shows style instead of yeah. just it, it used to be to get popular on YouTube. You had to do no more than f- like five minute long videos. If you the five minutes was too long, but now you have like 20 minute, half an hour long videos sometimes mm-hmm. like, and to make an entire series, an entire show. Yeah. So it's amazing how much YouTube has changed, but it's also really, really sad because it's like the emphasis on like, because you could have a 20 minute show back in 2010 as long as, mm-hmm. as it was good people would watch but now 20 minutes 10 minutes is the new normal so if you had an idea for like a two minute skit you have to somehow stretch that out into 12 minutes to make it like popular unless you're someone like pro zd who used to be a viner and he still continues to like make basically vines like some of his mm-hmm. longest or like zach king yeah he makes that like they both make videos that are like 30 seconds 60 seconds long compared mm-hmm. to uh, other stuff. But they also dabble into the 10-minute, 20-minute videos. And some of them yeah. are really entertaining. Like, uh, ProZD made a video. It was like, let's eat 21 different Lunchables. And he goes through all of the different Lunchables you get as a kid. So, like the nachos and the sandwiches and the pizza and stuff like that. He just, like, mm-hmm. dissects them all. Or Oreos. Oreos was hilarious. Like, who the fuck even thinks of that? It was just like... Yeah, I just want to eat 21 Oreos on camera, and he somehow finds a way to make it entertaining. That's the good shit. The people who upload that's the that's the you yeah that's the the you of YouTube back when back in the day when people would just make. But that's what they're trying to they're trying to get not get rid of because they still like that. You still have to 
be able to kind of make that type of content for YouTube, but they're trying to emphasize more on professional con- professionalism content with full crew, like crews and everything like that now to make it higher quality, better quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. So, movie and TV show recap. Uh, Davis, you want to take it away for this one? Um, not really take it away, but the only thing that uh, since basically since the last uh, episode, um, I watched for anything that I finished. I finished watching Witcher. Um, that show was, it, especially being a big fan of uh, Game of Thrones, and I remembered like how much hype I had for the trailers and everything when it came out. Mm-hmm. It was definitely confusing, like, uh. Because it, it like each episode kind of like jumps different eras in time mm-hmm. throughout the 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 show and everything, which I still liked. I liked some episodes, like the more like filler episodes. I don't know. Have you ever watched it? But uh, of Game of Thrones, no, or, of uh, uh, Witcher. Witcher. I haven't started watching. I I am so hesitant okay. to starting new like new shows because I'm just like, oh great, now I have to actually fucking pay attention to this rather than like well, keep it to the side. Kind well, there's one episode that's um, based about them going after a dragon, right? And that's... There's eight episodes of the series, and I think that's episode, like, five or six, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not connected to the main story that much, and I found that episode more entertaining than the ones that are fully related to the main story, just because... I don't know, it, it, that episode was just better to me. I don't know, I liked it better. The whole main story seemed long and convoluted for no reason. Yeah. But, again, that's kind of like the same idea like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was convoluted, took a little bit to kind of get into. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still, I'm, like, it, it got announced already that season two is already happening. It, it already got cre- uh, greenlit for another mm-hmm. season, which is not a surprise after considering you were just saying that there's they're already, they're doing animated series as well, right? Yeah. Then so. it's like this this market was untapped for so long and then finally someone was like, Okay, <laughs> let's tap into it. After probably about like twenty years of making shitty uh video game movies, like uh the old Mario Bros where uh Yoshi was like a legit raptor or uh <laughs> Hitman forty seven or the World of Warcraft movie, like those mm-hmm. those movies upset fans. Assassin's like, Creed. Assassin's Creed with the fucking robot yeah. arm thing. It's like that's not how that works. But I mm-hmm. like the idea that they went with it. But it's like no, you gotta. If you're picking Assassin's Creed, I as much as you don't like it, you kind of have to stick to the story of them laying down like this in the Animus stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is weird because I went and I saw the Warcraft movie. And I was like, oh, it was an all right movie. And my friend who is a Warcraft nerd, he was like, it's sucked i'm like why did it suck he's yeah. like the lore like that's not how fell works fell doesn't just appear out of the ground or whatever like that mm. it's like really really weird See, i don't know anything about the about the world of warcraft games like other than the fact that it's a fantasy mmorpg mm. like but as a movie i didn't like the movie at all the movie itself was just it was just bad i didn't like that movie it's it was just terrible. not a good movie even though the only thing saving grace about the the wow movie was that I had the guy that played the human mm-hmm. is the guy who plays the uh in the first I think three or four seasons he plays one of the lead characters in Vikings and I really liked that show so yeah. that was one of the main reasons I I uh I watched the the Wow movie mm-hmm. just to see him 
Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a pretty good reason to see it. Yeah, it's, mm. I like him as an actor, so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, to go back onto what I was saying there, so, um, yeah, I finished watching Witcher. Um, I'm still, I don't know why I haven't done it yet, but I'm still one episode behind on um, Titans. I've been talking about it for a while now, and I still haven't just watched that, that final episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sticking in the back of your mind. Yeah, like, it's literally it's just one more episode you. that I need to finish this season. It's like, god damn it, why haven't I watched it yet? Just do um, it. Now, now there's um, now that Crisis on Infinite Earths is done, all of the the rest of the individual shows, the new episodes are out, like uh, Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Flash, all of those shows, like I watch all of them anyway, so I'm gonna be watching those within the next few days, be catching up on on all of those, mm-hmm. but um, um, yeah, I've I watched. Even though there was a lot of uh, negative hype, I don't know why, but I watched uh, uh, World uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah. So like I I remember here like reviews about it were like, oh, it's so plain Jane. It's just the same thing over and over, like same thing as the first one. But that's what a, a sequel is. It's, like I don't get what the hype was. It was still. Honestly, it was still like just as good as the as the first one. There was no, like the first. It's it's the same as any other thing. The first one is almost always the best of any series, mm-hmm. and they actually like they make a few jokes in this one about the fact that it's ten years later mm-hmm. that from from the first one. Yeah. Uh, so they mention a, a few things about that, and the the concept still it's it's another zombie movie. Like it's still good, but it's a comedy zombie movie, and they mm-hmm. the zombies like enhanced it a little bit so i thought it was still yeah still just okay. as good as as yeah, yeah as the original so well i um, know there was a lot of like not like negative hype but there was a lot of discussion going on about that movie being like oh it's probably going to be either the same thing or it's going to be terrible or it's not going to nearly live up to how it was before and stuff like mm-hmm. that but there was also like a lot of that stigma came from the video game that spawned off of it because there was like the, the Zombieland Double Tap, the video game, which was just mm-hmm. your boring double twin stick shooter that's costing like eighty dollars, and you're just sitting there just like I don't understand why this is eighty dollars, but whatever. right, we talked about it. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but you know, people have to make money. Yeah. but the, selling that for eighty dollars is not a way that you make can make legitimate money off of it. Yeah, I think we talked about this in our uh, reaction video to the Zombie Land Two trailer, mm-hmm. yeah. either that or in one of the previous podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I, th- I thought it was still uh, good for the most part. Like it wasn't. Uh, um, yeah, nothing too too bad. I, I would go back and watch both of them again. Like, yeah, I liked them both. Mm-hmm. And then then the big kind of hype quote unquote move like movie oh, yeah. that I that I that I saw was the one that I was hyped for for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I went. I saw Jane Silent Bob uh, reboot. Mm-hmm. Woo! And the your words were, yeah, it's just another. It's a, it's it's a Kevin Smith Smith movie. You have to like his style movies to to like this movie, which I liked it because I am a Kevin Smith fan. But it's you can still tell that it's it's still that um like maybe uh like 50 million dollar budget or whatever like it's not a blockbuster style movie but that's what like that realm is where kevin smith sits is that like mm-hmm. not indie but not multi-million dollar movies like he makes 
that like 20 50 million dollar movies and like you can tell that there's more money behind this than like basically any of his other uh major studios or anything like that anything else that he's majorly done mm-hmm. and he just riffs on himself the entire movie and it's hilarious um you gotta love it when they actually like have fun with themselves it's not like oh i'm a serious uh serious there was a fucking movie a long time ago like the pun no not the punisher it was like some shitty action movie and the they couldn't get funding for it so they made a kickstarter campaign and the guy was so upset that nobody wanted him to make this film that he went on a twitter rampage or whatever he made a video saying like you know i have enough money to play golf comfortably for the rest of my life so go fuck yourselves you're never gonna get to see this like uh movie go fuck yourselves goodbye and everyone's just like okay like goodbye <laughs> nobody cared about your, you, all of your movies have been box office flops and you really think people want to see another box office flop no mm-hmm. nobody wants to see that shit like even if you have fans then it's like your fans are like 20 out of 200 million people so uh <laughs> just chill your shit calm your ego there and he's like i have money to play golf for the rest of my life and i'm just sitting there like Okay. Then fund your own movie. So yeah, just fund your own movie. You don't have, it's like if it's really that much of a passion project for you, just fucking pay it yourself. But anyways, mm-hmm. I was yeah, that's my uh, that's my take and, on it. And there's, well, there's been filmmakers I I don't remember, but I just remember an assignment. One of the videos we watched in class. There's, uh, last I think it was last semester. We were just talking about some people that take years to make their movie just because they've been wanting to make this movie and they just keep on trying to get funding keep on trying to and they just have the passion behind it and they just and they end up making it mm-hmm. and it may not be the best thing in the world but that that's just the sure passion behind it and that's like what kevin smith does yeah like that's how he grew in popularity was he's not super well known like a random person off the street may not know who he is compared to if i say um adam scorsese for example people Ooh. know who adam scorsese uh fuck you i don't okay i, I don't um, know names that well other than like oh, um, robert downey jr because you know i'm Iron. trying to think of it uh let me google an adam scorsese I'm, film no yeah i'm trying to think of uh or there's martin scorsese that's what i meant oh what, Ma- what did i say adam oh sorry who, do, who the fuck I I uh, recognize him. Let me. Oh but, wait, hold on. It said anyway. Ad, uh, Irishman, Goodfellas. I don't think I've seen. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So my my point being, like, unless you're someone like myself that you go through and you you like his style movie, you like his movies, then you're not gonna really know it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it was a Kevin Smith movie. I I liked it enough to be like, okay, uh, I get it. I get what this movie's about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's a Kevin Smith movie, so I, yeah, I I still enjoyed it for sure. I... Yeah, well, that's good to hear because you know, uh, with all this these uh, shitty movies coming out and stuff like that, what was it Doolittle that flopped? Even though Robert Downey Jr. is like in it, They're like yeah, yeah, this movie I don't, sucked. I doubt cock. it's gonna. I doubt it's gonna flop. I don't think it's, but I it. I I have no idea. I haven't heard major reviews yet, but I just heard that it's not doing as well as anticipated. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, I have a feeling that it's all, it's still gonna lose money, or it's gonna be like at par or barely make its money back type thing. Because it's another multi-million dollar movie. 
mm-hmm. type thing, especially and good chunk of that is just Robert Downey Jr. alone, right? Yeah, exactly, right. So it's it's sad when it's like, oh yeah, this actor who did super well, yeah, it it couldn't he could not even he could save the shitty movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they get for rebooting a movie that no one wanted to reboot too. Yeah, this again, was... like or like cats. Yeah. That that one was a flop. That like, like that's not even a fucking question. It flopped. No. It, yeah, one hundred percent. Nobody wanted it, and they spent so much money on these high name actors, mm-hmm. and then, and 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 artists, and yeah. yeah. I wonder if those people actually did it because they probably were like, "Yeah, you're gonna like, we'll give you eighty million dollars," and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it, I don't care." And they did it anyway. Probably. Or if they believed that it would actually be good, it's like if we all band together like the cats in the play, we'll be able to. We'll be able to rule the world with the cats movie, or if they're just well, like, the thing nah, is fuck they... it, I just did it for money. I have a feeling it's that because, to my knowledge, there wasn't even a whole lot of like press tour or anything. Like, they didn't go on Fallon, they didn't do like other into Ellen or any of these like large mm-hmm. interview things. That like even as to going back to Doolittle, Robert Downey Jr. has been requested to do Joe Rogan Experience for years. Yeah, and he's just getting onto it now because he has a a show a movie that he has to actually do press for because anything Marvel mm-hmm. and people were going to go to it regardless, right? Yeah, exactly. So you they still did they still did press for all, all the Marvel movies, but not as much as they would have had to, right? Yeah, like they compared didn't to have the, to do it. Like it's, yeah, they everyone every Marvel fan in the world is like, oh my god, I'm go- I have to go see this movie. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like they they don't even have to do any work. They're just like, yeah, this is literally going to speak for ourselves. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like movies. I'm not surprised why like Doolittle. It's just yes, it's the charisma of RDJ, but mm-hmm. it's still okay. He's not Iron Man, so it's not the hype behind. Yeah. Iron Man. Listen, unless unless Doolittle somehow gets that Iron Man suit out and you just hear the Avengers theme behind him, I, I don't fucking want to see this movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. The like the only things that I've seen recently that are actually decent was uh Sex Education, the second season came out. Uh for being a show about high schoolers like having sex and all of this shit, it's a really good uh it's a really good T V show with a lot of story. Mm-hmm. I don't like the second season as much because there isn't nearly enough uh, like consequences and stuff like that. Like the last episode left it on a cliffhanger of like these characters, like what is going to happen to them? What are they going to do? Right. And then it comes back and it solves a lot of the answers, but it's like they, everyone gets their own little story. It's like before it was like one, two, three characters had their own little mm-hmm. story. And then there were a few side stories, but then now all mm-hmm. it's like eight main characters all having a story and stuff like that. And yeah, because I, I remember the main story was between the two kids and then the... Because like, I just... And then he gets ends up dating the one girl and then his gay friend... He and like starts ignoring his gay friend and they're supposed to go to like the dance... Like the prom or whatever as mm-hmm. friends and then he ditches him or something. I, I vaguely remember. I've, I, it's been a while since the, the oh, first season since I watched a- it. They were going to a movie which premieres every once in a while, and they dress up oh, in character and stuff. And then he has something going on, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had to ditch him for it, and then he got beat up because he was a gay black man dressed up in drag. So mm-hmm. they just beat him up and spit on him and shit. But 
after that, like, the ending to the season was like, okay, this girl got kicked out of school to defend her family, and then Mm -hmm. uh, he got into a relationship with this other, or the Otis, the main character, got into a relationship with another girl, and Eric, the gay black guy, he got, uh, he started having feelings for this boy who got shipped off to military school. And stuff right, like that. right, it, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. I have to go back and start season two now, because, yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was a good show. Yeah, but then it's like, the mom gets into a relationship, and then everything starts going to shit, and it's less about, you know, the sex therapy kind of stuff. It just gets mm-hmm. really, really convoluted, but uh, it was it was a really good season, despite all of that stuff. It was still good mm-hmm. enough that I was like I was able to follow through, and there there was like one moment I'm like, oh dude, this is gonna end up terribly because it was Otis getting super drunk and like explaining all his feelings and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh god, I have literal cringe moments when I see those in TV shows. Whenever a character's about to do something embarrassing, I feel personally embarrassed. And I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> me. And then I, like, turn away, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this right now. They that... know their audience. Exactly. That's how they... That... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you haven't seen Sex Education, give it a try. It's actually a really, really good show. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. been... Yeah, it's it has it's definitely has the, like, yeah, story, story to it, and, it's, yeah, most mm-hmm. people like it. Yeah. To it's... my knowledge, at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there was... Uh... I haven't really seen anything else other than that. I don't. I haven't really seen any movies or anything like that. But speaking of movies, there's a. Did you hear? There's a theater in Edmonton that now has a 270 degree screen. So it's no. A, so it's like a front screen, and then the two walls over here are basically screens. So it's like, you know how my how my oh, computer wow. is like a three monitor setup. So yeah, just imagine that in a theater. I've heard of those. I've I've. It's like 40x or whatever, and I've heard of or something like that. Well, there's and then no, there's like 40x, which is like, uh, you could see, you can, uh, you could see and you can hear the movie, but you can also like smell the movie and feel it. Mm-hmm. So they'll like it'll have like sm- like smell effects come out, or they'll like, uh, if you're in a bumpy car, then you're going, yeah, yeah, exactly the. Which we roasted because I was like the D box seats. Yeah, yeah the D box. It's like, listen, if I'm watching a movie about fast race cars, like imagine if I was watching Baby Driver. Imagine if like your you just went like, <laughs> like. Well, you, I did, I did see uh, Furious Seven like, in D D-bo- in uh, D box, mm-hmm. and I remember. I think I only put it to like the the second level of intensity because. Like when they're actually going down, and it's like, okay, this is like, no, this is distracting. Yeah, exactly. I don't so, go to. And a I think that was the last time I saw a movie like that. I don't go to a movie to experience it. I go to a movie to like make me want to Waste experience time. it. Yeah, exactly. I go to a movie to enjoy the story. I don't. I don't want to go to a movie and have something poking the back of my head. Like, if it's a if it's a creepy movie and it happens every once in a while, like there's like a someone poked your shoulder, like. Only if you were really immersed and you like turned around or something, and then, like the sound mm-hmm. went off in your ear, that would be fine. But most of the time, people mm-hmm. are gonna like feel it in the back of their shoulders, like yeah, something's gonna happen. She's right behind you, bitch. Turn around, and you're dead. I give up. And they'll fucking like, they'll be like, literally just say done in the middle of the theater and walk out. Like that. That's how 40x is for me. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to taste. The Rock sweat while he's working out at the gym. I don't care. 
<laughs> I just want to see his glistening muscles. <laughs> just, I just see the glistening muscles. As long as I see the glistening them. muscles, I know it's probably like, yeah, if I tasted his sweat, it probably tastes like shit. I don't want to actually taste it. I don't want to smell his fucking pits when he's working out. Nor do I want to smell gasoline if they're talk if they're like surrounded by cars. I don't want any of that. I just want to enjoy a movie, like sitting down with the like. Oh, also, that's a terrible thing for snacks, by the way. Imagine you're like watching a Fast and Furious movie, and you have a drink in your hand, and you have like this uh, chair on the highest intensity. It's like intensity number eight, and you're just like <laughs> you're fucking deep throating a straw it's at not- that point. It's, you're literally That's an over-exaggeration, but okay. Yeah, it's an over-exaggeration, but if they're trying to make it as realistic as possible, it's going to get to that point where they're like, the fucking straw is just going to go, and you're going <laughs> to kill yourself. You're going to poke out your tonsils. Yeah, but movie theaters are trying to do as much as they can to get people to actually go to the movie theater, yeah, considering, that. yeah, Netflix, Disney, and everything. Right? Yeah. But I don't want to, like... Ex- we like, discussed this before. The only time that I actually felt immersed in, like, a cinema experience with, like, 4D effects is the Disney ride Soarin', where you literally are laying flat or you're sitting in this, like, chair, and it's like you're hang gliding through the air. So there's, like, wind mm-hmm. blowing on your face. You're actually risen above the ground. There's, like, wind, and there's, like, some a little bit of water that comes down and sprinkles you in the face. It's nothing too bad. But that's, like, the entire point. There's no story to be distracted by. It's literally just supposed to give you the illusion that you're flying. That's fine. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the only time I've enjoyed it. Like, I went to, uh, like, a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids one back in, like, 2008 mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. And it's like, oh, they blow air to simulate, like, rats running by your feet. Or like I was gonna say, yeah, I, I went. I, was, I did the exact same thing. Was when I went to Disneyland when I was twelve. That's the first thing that I, that made me think of that. Mm-hmm. I went to Disneyland when I was twelve. Um, I don't know what year that would have been, but yeah, it was something like that because I remember doing that like exact exact basic thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It kind of it's it, fun for kids. I don't. I don't know. I if I was in a theater like that and I had some eight-year-old screaming their head off because they hated this because I hated it when I was a kid. There's probably a ton of kids that would hate that, just like feeling like the air under their feet, like oh, there's a bunch of mice. Like maybe they're scared of mice. Sorry, I'm not here to watch Honey. I shrunk the kid behind me is fucking screaming his head off. I came here to watch Honey. I shrunk the goddamn children, and I almost <laughs> ate one of them. That's what I want to watch. I don't want to hear <laughs> at the fucking back of the theater. But then on the opposite spectrum of that, I've also been to like the planetarium too, where yeah. they you lean, lean back in the chairs and they do a full immersive like view of like the stars and the galaxy and everything like that. And it was narrated by Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's fucking so, cool though, because that was one. It gives you the illusion that you're like looking up at the stars. It's yeah. Like, there's no way it's... in hell I'll go to a movie theater to do that. I will go to a planetarium because they can do it right. Yeah, it's like it was fun. Yeah, that's fun. But the problem is, it's like if they imitate a horror movie, as soon as you get poked in the back, you know something's gonna happen, or something like that. So there's no way that they can mm. keep suspense with it. With action movies and stuff like that, they're gonna keep blasting you with water like it's blood, just like 
and then suddenly your popcorn is soaked. I said popcorn this time, Davis. Be proud. And you're just <laughs> gonna, like you're just gonna you're gonna walk out of the theater and look like you pissed yourself. Like that's not fun. It's embarrassing. It's fucking stupid. Fuck the fuck fuck 4DX. That's my rant. Okay. Oh okay. Okay. Don't <laughs> I. I was, but I was just saying, like, two, the 270 screen, it doesn't have 4DX at all. It's just regular seating, but it's just, like, a way, way bigger screen, so you can see more of it. I think that's cool. I've never understood the point of that, though. Because, like, yeah. the movie's happening in front of you. What do you need to see? Like, even say, like, for example, I'm going to use the, the final scene of Avengers Endgame where all everyone's coming, coming in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you may get glimpses of other characters that you didn't, see before in the regular screening but the main action what the story is telling the each character star lord's scene is in the middle of the screen mm-hmm. iron man's scene spider-man like all their the character that we're following the story for is here so why do you need to see all those little little itty bits of stuff on the side i don't yeah that's true i can see it like that but i hope like movies will use that to their advantage like oh if you actually looked over towards this side you could see like uh you could see, like, a cool little Easter egg or something. Or you could see, like, if these people are talking about, like, having a truce and you see, like, a snake, like, someone who's being a snake, like, cut gas wires or something like that. So you could see, like, that's not going to go right or something. That would be... And, like, if you paid attention to that, then you would know what's going on for the rest of the movie. That would be kind of interesting. But also, I don't want to take my eyes off of the screen for the mm-hmm. most part. It would be really cool. Yeah, again, I see I see why theaters would be doing it. It's to add that extra wow factor to get people out of their house. Mm-hmm. I would but... love to see a scene. Like, the one example is, I'll, I'll say, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. So you, there's, like, a scene where there's, like, all of these tubes of different Pokemon and stuff. So you have, like, these uh, Torterra on one side and then uh, the Greninja on the other. And then you have this big hole in the hallway Imagine you can see the giant hole in the hallway on the big screen, but on the other two screens you see like the side stuff. So if you look around while it's like slightly zooming forward, you could be like, "Oh, look, that's where the Greninjas are," or "Look, that's where the Torteros are." Like that would be fucking cool. Yeah, it's just a little bit of extra like wow factor of it. Yeah, but it it's not made for this stuff, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we we have a section called hype for 2020. So basically, uh, we're gonna be talking about what we're excited for come 2020 well 2020 has already come but like what is going to be coming up in the future that we're excited for throughout the year yeah throughout the year and stuff like that so like of course for me there it's like mostly video games so i have like uh 12 minutes which is made by the developers of or which is being published by the company that made what remains of edith finch which was a pretty cool game i played last year um cyberpunk 2077 is going to be huge on my list uh doom eternal uh ghosts of tsushima which is one of the games i would actually play on my playstation because it's not going to come to xbox i don't think for a while uh mm-hmm. but there's that there's uh half-life alex but you need vr for it which by the way uh fuck valve fuck you valve for this you make a sequel to half-life 2 which people have been wanting for 10 years and you make it for vr Uh, doesn't make any sense you're gonna really like block it off it's not like it's a huge price tag of like oh yeah this game cost $120 it's like this game costs thousands of dollars because you have to buy the equipment for VR 
You have to buy the goggles. You have to buy the camera stands. You have to buy the is controllers. It, is it Oculus or is it PlayStation? Uh, Oculus. VR. Uh, so far, as I know, it's Oculus. It will be hmm. released March 2020 on Steam. And it's compatible with all PC-based VR headsets. So you okay, could so get the Oculus yeah. or the Vive or whatever. But mm. still, I would buy that game if it came yeah, as I a don't... regular game. I was gonna say it would make more sense if they were doing it like here's this and then if you want more content here spend an extra like it's an eighty dollar game and the hundred dollar version is the is the game plus the VR experience or something like that. Like instead of instead of it just being VR like that that yeah, that would piss me as as a person well, that's been waiting for a game like that, yeah, that'd be annoying. Well I had a, I went to Black Friday a couple of years ago with a couple of buddies of mine and he got a VR for like VR Skyrim because he's like I put thousands of hours into Skyrim and I want to play it on VR on PlayStation so you can actually mm-hmm. feel what it's like and it's like that's fine if you have to spend more money on that that's fine but why are you blocking off the literal millions of other fans that just have a, the game on console or on PC that mm-hmm. don't want to buy a VR system or don't have the space. This green screen don't I have barely have. Yeah, I don't have enough fucking space for this green screen. You think I have enough space for a VR system around here? No, so I'm going to have to skip Halo uh, Half-Life Alex until you know, the ne- until it comes to non-VR and maybe it'll be shit. Who knows? That could mm. it could possibly be shit. But uh anyways, what else is there? Uh, Halo Infinite, uh, definitely hype for that one. Uh, there's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, which uh, fans are probably pretty excited for. Marvel's Avengers, which I could really give less of a fuck about, because the game looks awful. I, yeah, I, I heard they're pushing that as well, because uh, they're trying to remaster it to make it actually look more like the movie characters. Robert mm-hmm. Jr., Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans, instead of just generic like yeah. people. Well, like, yeah, pull- I heard that they're... Like, I'm pulling up the picture right now. Like, look at this shit. Look at this. I can't even zoom, apparently. Look at this. Iron Man looks fine. Doesn't look exactly perfect. Black Widow. What the fuck is going on with her face? That does not look like Scarlett Johansson. Sorry. Thor, mm-hmm. for some reason, is rocking the beard, but way more aggressive. Looks like an old man. And then Hulk. Face is fine. The body proportion just does not look right. So... I don't fucking know. I'm what what is that coming out on? Um, Isn't it a mobile? Google Stadia, PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox. Cool. So, I might get it. I'm not super concerned about uh, what the characters look like, as I've always said, because I don't buy like skins or anything like that. So mm-hmm. the gameplay is definitely more important, and I'm a Marvel fan. So if there it's not go. too too expensive I'm or too, too crazy, or if I, if I have time or any, any of those factors... Because again, I'm not much of a gamer, yeah. but I, I might get it. Uh, yeah. So there's like Minecraft Dungeons, which I'm really, really hyped for because I like Minecraft and I like those like dungeon-esque type games. So that would be really cool. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I still have to do a stream uh, for my one life run through of that, but uh, it's coming March 11th. So only two months away, which is pretty nice. Uh, Persona mm-hmm. 5 Royal. Uh, of course you're hyped for that. Mm-hmm. That well, Earl's hyped for that. That's gonna be Earl's top of his list. He's gonna get. I'm I'm hyped for that as well, but I I'm probably not gonna play it because it's like oh, PlayStation, ew. I'm just waiting for exclusives to come to all consoles, even though I probably won't like it. 
Uh, but yeah, let's go into like your stuff because that was like all of the games that I have. Oh, well, of course, like uh, SpongeBob uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, of course. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, um, and yeah, you were saying you're not super excited for anything new for shows or anything right now because you're just rewatching old stuff right now. So yeah, yeah, my but... end is uh, opposite. Like this is this funny that uh, literally as expected, you're talking about video games, I'm talking about movies, and that, that's how our our podcast works. It's yeah. it's funny because that's the first thing and. To no no surprise, I'm talking about mostly comic book content, especially Marvel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna list uh, one, two, two for sure that are not comic book related, mm-hmm. um, which I'm kind of surprised you didn't list. But um, one thing that I am definitely excited for is the new Bill and Ted movie, which uh, yeah, uh, that one is we, yeah, on I, my list as well. That was yeah, that's on my list. It's uh, gonna be good. The new reboot remake rehash whatever you want to call it um yeah bill and ted uh, i don't remember what the subtitle is called but uh, anyway ted, still looks good anyway uh it's like isn't it like into the music or something something like that bill but, and ted face the music yeah, there you go face the music yeah so that's definitely the the one non-superhero related movie that's on my list that i'm excited for blasphemy uh and then uh, <laughs> um, the next thing I've, I'm definitely excited for is the next season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine is coming out in I'm on a mess. February, I think February or March, something like that. So I'm I've been I've I've binged the entire show multiple times. Most people binge Friends. I've been been binge watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So yeah, that's uh, I'll well. still I'll still watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine again. Mm-hmm um see how that goes um and then, yeah those are like the basically off the top of my head the only things that i thought of basically that aren't real like marvel related well, what about sonic <laughs> uh, the hedgehog um i don't think i'm even gonna see it i i probably <laughs> will see it eventually but like well i have a yeah bunch that of movies so i might as well use them right yeah so. that eventually part is the where it comes down to it the kicker yeah. uh so yeah and then the the other ones i was thinking of here the most excited one there are a lot of shows marvel um shows that are coming to disney plus um but the one show that might make it that i might actually get disney plus is falcon and the winter soldier mm. that's the one that i'm mostly excited about it seems to have the most uh like context most kind of like story behind it because i I like them um, in the MCU yeah. um, compared to like WandaVision or Loki. Like those ones don't really have a whole lot of context behind them yet. Yeah. It seems like Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be, to my knowledge, like the best of the uh, movies or shows, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also then going into, even though um, Black Widow is coming out soon like next month i'm not super hyped for that though so that's a weird mcu one that i'm not really excited for yeah but again i will probably still see it just because i've seen every other uh mcu movie so i will still probably just follow it even just for the hell of saying that i've seen it um Mm -hmm. but the one the mcu film that i'm actually more excited about this year is the eternals 
because it's going to go into like I'm just going to just well the cast is going to be really good the the characters I don't know a whole lot about the internals but I've been watching a few more videos and getting a little more ex- explanation on explanation on them mm-hmm. so that's going to be uh it's when more stuff gets out and more information comes out I know that when the trailer does eventually come out whenever the hell it decides to come out it's mm-hmm. going to it's going to be big um yeah I think that's definitely the most anticipated Marvel movie I'm for this this year and the last on my list that I have so far is um Wonder Woman 1984 which because I the first don't understand well it's yeah the yeah I don't know why it's 84 but anyway mm-hmm. yeah um that was in my opinion Wonder Woman is the best DCEU movie so far uh a lot of some people say Aquaman was better but I say it's Wonder Woman is still better between the two um but it's not really hard most of the DCE movies are bad so mm-hmm. but Wonder Woman is definitely the the best of of all of them so I think the sequel is going to be good and because I like Gal Gadot in the character and it's the one like DC thing that I'm really uh looking forward to mm-hmm. are you looking forward to New Mutants kind of sort of uh again i don't really know the like any of the character i don't know any of the the hype or anything behind it mm-hmm. the the trailer does look good and it's and same thing with morbius too that both of them do look good but they're not they weren't anything that i was like morbius just came out of nowhere i didn't even know about it like at all mm-hmm. uh new mutants because of what's been happening with fox and and marvel and everything like that it's i wasn't sure wasn't sure if it was still even coming out at all, at all so I kind of like lost interest in it. Yeah. Uh, but the new, yeah, the new trailer, like we talked about last episode, the trailer does look good. Yeah. Uh, it does look interesting, but again, I don't know um, if I'm still even gonna see it. Again, just because I, th- like, there's just been so much mess with anything mutant related, like mm-hmm. since like all the mut- anything X Men related mutants all the movies they have all been for the most part have been subpar mm-hmm. like i i last uh x-men movie so i what i i saw um phoenix dark phoenix even though people said it was bad i still saw it anyway and i shouldn't have saw it so i shouldn't have seen it i told you not to see sh- it dude i told you yeah i decided not so this so this time i'm like do you know what i'm gonna i think this is gonna be a wait till it comes on dvd type thing and yeah and see it. Um, unless like, you see all the hype for it, unless it's like the best, the best movie ever, guys. This is the fucking best movie ever. You gotta go see it, and then I'll, then it'll be like, okay, well, maybe. well, maybe because that's how uh, I, that's how I ended up watching Joker. Was everyone saying, oh, it was really good, it was really good, it was really good. That, and I was on the fence on on seeing it, and I, and I ended up watching it. It didn't so, disappoint. It, Joker was interesting to say that it was interesting yeah. to say the yeah least. it yeah it was a good movie but uh um there were some flaws with it still too i think i but, yeah i guess there, yeah. there's always flaws in movies but yeah some flaws yeah, but, are too but, big to ignore yeah exactly so it will depend on but it will depend on what the critic or not the critic what the fan reviews are mm-hmm because the fan reviews tend to be more honest than the critic reviews. Like, yeah, 
I the, yeah, critic reviews are never critic reviews as are garbage. Reliable. They'll, they'll be like, yeah. yeah, this game you are. It's like imagine the promise Call of Duty, but that's like all you could do is sit. Critics would be like, this game has a way better look into Call of Duty than ever before. Ten out of ten game, and like all the gamers will be like, this game sucks ass. Zero out of ten, and it's like on Metacritic, it'll be like, yeah, uh, critic rating eighty-seven, user rating zero, and it's like, who do you believe at that point? You always believe the yeah. users because it's like yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. even something like that was super duper shitty, like Anthem, where it was like. This game has so many fucking problems with it, but they don't address them ever, and it, like it still is managing to get away with like nines and tens compared to all of the mm. user reviews that are like, yeah, I've been playing this game for twenty hours, I still can't do anything. Zero out of ten. Mm-hmm. So, all, the there's a trick that I that I learned when reviewing things. If you review something, what you have to do is you have to go and leave a one star review on the like review page for it and then just give it really good praise because then people will be like hey why is this did this person give a one star thing because they'll be like yeah this one person gave it one star and then you're just like you know what i i rated it one star so you would read this review it's actually really good mm, that's how yeah, you know something's good because they because res- they respond to the negative reviews they don't respond to the five star mm-hmm, exactly right yeah i'm so, wondering, wondering why yeah why is it a negative so they can try to get you to re-like it and then and then they have to actually read it and then, oh okay yeah yeah that's a good good way of doing it yeah there you go so the tip there's a tip provided to me by cole shout out to cole a cool guy but uh yeah he's a good, real good guy yeah there's a monster hunter movie coming out soon which is really interesting it's already in post-production so i'm excited to see how that is but uh there's also free guy from Ryan oh Reynolds. right ron reynolds free guy yeah yeah which is also in post which looks super mm-hmm. cool i'm it's a... ron reynolds ryan reynolds movie so it's give and take some some ron reynolds movies are good some some are bad <laughs> Greenland. he seems yeah but i yeah. uh, speaking of uh not green ron reynolds the movie that just came out on netflix um yeah. what is it even about i keep what is it called uh, i saw it it was good um but yeah, I, I really liked it. Six Underground, yeah. Yeah. I it just ran, showed up on Netflix. I didn't remember seeing any trailers or anything like that. It just kind of showed up on the main page, and it was like, I was like, ah. Oh. So this kind of goes back to the previous topic of things that I watched. But whatever. Uh, that just reminded me. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I it, I I liked the context of the story, and, it, and like they set it up in a way where it ends, so it could just be just the one movie, mm-hmm. or it could continue into sequels if need be like if if it yeah. gets enough hype yeah exactly. like how yeah because they kind of set up like kind of loose thread of like you know what yeah this ends the movie we did a good movie let's just make it a one and done mm-hmm. or if we yeah or if we want to like and this is how it's going to continue if need be like yeah. i i they ended it really well in that in that sense mm-hmm. yeah well i hope that they uh i haven't seen six underground and i haven't really heard anything about it but it looks like it's a spy movie or something like that. Like some it's a uh, movie. Yeah. Action thriller. <laughs> I love yeah. the tag on it. The tag on it says slick. That's not a tag that you usually associate with movies, but you know, <laughs> I guess it, I guess it does it. All right. But, uh, I think uh, that's, anyway, that's yes, gonna wrap it that's up for, 
for the this episode of the podcast with the um, very few like technical issues that we've had on this show. Oof. I'm surprised yeah. that this happened so much, but some sometimes we, we cut out once. I I've, I don't think we've had difficulties this bad, and it's been a long time since we had this much of a difficulty. But well, usually, apologies. The last time we had this issue was like when we use Discord, like, we're using Discord now, because apparently the video service for Discord is now better than what we used uh, before we swapped over to Facebook. So we went from Discord to Facebook, because Discord started sucking really bad, so we went to Facebook, and Facebook was doing really well, and now it's really shit for some reason today, so we swapped back over to Discord. Discord is actually holding its own, and mm-hmm. Davis hasn't yet to drop. Uh, now that I say that, he's going to drop right at the end, but yeah. like, you, like, I don't understand why, and we never usually have these issues, but when we used to have these issues, I remember it's like, okay, we tried, we don't know what we're doing wrong, but let's just give up for the day. Like, mm-hmm. we tried our best, nothing is Almost working. gave up for the day. Well, we almost gave up for the day, but like, way back before, we were just like, okay, we'll yeah. try this again another day, we'll see if it works then, or something like that, or we we'll had... figure it out in person. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, not but... a very fun time, so. But... As of now, we got it working. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been the M3 Podcast. Um, We will be back again next week, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully, we can get everything good. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Hey, guys. Bye. See ya.